For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Check. <clears throat> Check. 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 Player. That's my boy, man. That's player. Now he thinks you're going to play with him. Hi, baby. All right. My intro. (laughs) Beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. We're back. Two weeks in a row. (laughs) Seems like a huge accomplishment. I thought you meant me two weeks in a row. I was like... Sadly. (laughs) No, honey. It's been been a little while since you've graced us with your beauty and brains. <laughs> All right, this week, actually, let me, a little bit further back for the people who, if you're new here, welcome. What took you so long? <laughs> uh, this show is all about people discovering their higher selves through adversity, vulnerability, with a big underline under that word, and... Self-love. Self-love. She watches. I watch. In this week's episode... Uh, we are going to get a little bit personal. Let's get. That's, 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 yeah, I was like, there's a song, and it like came to me halfway as I was saying that word. Uh, let's, you're thinking of, let's, let's get, get physical. What? Oh, wait, sorry. Hey, Shannon, it's PG <laughs> over here. Shit. Wait, it's not oh, sexual. It's physical. Oh, you're right. Anyways, um, yeah, we're going to be taking a little bit of a, a deep dive into some recent developments in our marriage on a serious note it was a serious problem for a while and uh, we've we've just kind of identified the root of it and are really excited that we are aware of it now and ready to put some work in so we're going to be updating you on the last two therapy sessions we've had with our therapist about this said problem and we have a treat today we have the one and only miss lauren morrison really gracing us with her presence because she is booked and busy right now. Um, her and Chris, her husband, just bought a new house. They're moving. They're, there's a lot going on, so I'm just grateful that she's able to come on here for a little bit and um, really help us out because, well, we'll explain why a little bit later. Uh, so this first half of the episode is going to be Shay and I again talking about our developments. We'll bring Lauren on to discuss with her and hopefully get some solutions. And then the end of the episode, Shay and I will just kind of come back on and recap of what just went down. But before we begin, the quote of the day, as I do not have one off the top <laughs> of my mind, like... but this is the perfect opportunity to give a, the first little intro to the Who Can Relate merch. That is the now, opportunity. today's quote of the day, if you are watching, <laughs> you're welcome. If you are listening, Stay tuned for the merch drop. But uh, today's quote of the day, let's go old school. You repeat what you don't repair. You repeat what you don't repair. Uh, That was one of the main quotes that I wanted on a 
some type of merch that I wanted to create because it's, it's something I live by, stand by. A lot of that stems from... This one too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, honey. sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Vanna, Vanna White's very excited. <laughs> Hold on, Vanna. Uh, <laughs> uh, you repeat what you don't repair. Again, it's really meaningful to me because um, mainly for just not repeating any of my childhood trauma down to my children, um, trying to break this generational curse and not repeating that, trying to repair it. So let's just go with today's quote of the day being you repeat what you don't repair. Here's the shirt. We have plenty more options to come, which... Another one of my favorite quotes, our lovely model Shay here is modeling <laughs> for us. Control what's in your control. Control what's in your control. Crop top yeah. in, in for the ladies. We got a long sleeve for you, got it a t shirt. Also here there's mind mindset shift. There's yeah. like a beautiful little rose. Mm-hmm. The podcast symbol. Yeah. And of course, who can relate so i got the crop top for ladies there's a women's t-shirt there's a women's long sleeve there's actually a crop top women's long sleeve as well got a whole men's situation going so it's going to be dope uh website should be color options yeah tons of color options i think i have six different designs and they're all based on quotes he Uh, has literally been working on this for i don't even know how long tireless hours yeah back and forth with designers um he literally put a lot of his heart and soul in it the yeah. quality of material is on point yeah um yeah yeah, yeah i'm Very excited proud of you I, thank you I'm, I'm really excited to get this in everybody's hands and on their bodies because it's going to be it's going to be really cool so stay tuned for that okay without further ado let's talk about the main topic here as the title of this episode says, and this is why you clicked on it, my wife resented, kind of still does resent me. Working through it. We're working through it. So the resentment um, stems from financial resentment as, as, we, as we sit here right now. A um, little bit of backstory on that. Thankfully, I've, I've been able to have a very successful career uh, in what I do in modeling. However, I have a very unsuccessful financial track record with <laughs> either saving, investing, paying off things, et cetera, managing, yeah. managing et cetera, you, you name it. Uh, not to blame anybody or make excuses. However, um, I was repeating a lot of what I saw in my mother who raised me and not repairing. And here I am today repairing. However, along the way of our relationship, a lot of things started to come to surface with my bad financial habits. And I guess I'll let you maybe take it from here, honey. Yeah. Um, gosh. (laughs) Where to begin with this? Where to start? I mean, I would probably start at the first moment I realized your financial situation. And unfortunately it was during our wedding planning. Um, if most of you guys have, I don't know how, if you've ever talked about, what happened with our dog but in the midst of us planning our wedding our dog broke his leg and that came with we didn't have pet insurance it came with a pretty hefty um bill yeah (laughs) and that was probably when I discovered his financial hardships um, well not not even not even I wouldn't say hardships stupidity Stupidity. I was gonna say (laughs) your health with your finances, like your overall health. Oh, it was very poor health. Your finances. Like, <laughs> um, I, 
I knew he made good money, um, but like we know, I think actually Shaq has said this before, it's not how much you make, it's how you can manage it. Shout out to Shaq. Something. <laughs> <laughs> I do first, remember. First ever quote on the, <laughs> the podcast from Shaq. Okay. It's not exactly those words, but okay, I remember up. watching like a video where he talked about that. Okay. And, and it's so true. I feel like I stand by that. Like, you and I could relatively make the exact amount, but in the end I could have more to show for it because of how I manage it. Sure. And so during the whole incident with our dog and having to put, you know, that hefty bill on a credit card in finding out that during our wedding planning, my soon to be husband had no room on his credit cards and also didn't have the cash to front it. I was like, what is happening? Like, how do you yeah. not? And, you know, we, we dived into that. And, um, and I didn't realize that that was going to ever lead into to what it is now. And I thought I was working through it by just trying to understand him and that side of it. Um, gosh, there's so many details in between because, mm-hmm. you know, prior to that, when he proposed, my whole suggestion was for us to have a longer engagement. One, I felt like we got engaged fairly quickly. I, f- I logically was thinking like financially it would be better if we can, you know, try to really prepare ourselves for this kind of expense. And he was very much opposed to that. And um, where I felt like fast forward to when we're actually in, you know, the parts of planning the wedding and paying for things, I felt like I was majority the one carrying that financial burden and then on top of the dog as well. So I think over the years I have like, it started with that and it continued to build. And even though the the issue with his finances has been surfaced and addressed and I didn't really see a, a prominent change behind it. I didn't, I felt like he was now aware, but okay, where's the action that was being applied? And I came up with so many different ways um, of, of him being able to contribute financially. And, um, and they, would, they would start where he would do them and then it would fall off. And then it was also uncomfortable for me because now I'm his wife and I'm you know asking for financial things. And, um, and anybody that knows me knows that I have a very hard time. I'm such a giver and it's hard for me, but I felt like I had to continue to remind myself that these were the lessons that I was teaching him. And it wasn't, you know, just me asking him to give me money because I had a little bit of, if I'm being honest, a little bit of shame behind that because I'm like, I'm now your wife. I'm supposed to be the strength where you're weak and all of that. But I felt like you weren't learning the lesson. So it was hard for me to continue to give Mm -hmm. because I wanted you to learn the lesson. I wanted to be able to build the trust behind that part of um, of you. Yeah, it was probably hard for you to find that balance between helping and enabling. And exactly. Yeah, and it was hard for me to to be on that side of things. Um, whereas in, in the past, I've I've been the breadwinner, if if not making the same in in a relationship. And then the last couple, I've I've definitely been the breadwinner, and I just never had the adulting, for lack of a better word, responsibilities that I had endured with you. You know, I was renting. It was it was my place. There was no wedding planning. There was no major purchase, you know, planning, 
vacations were easy to pay for, but this was like, you know, we had a 15,000 plus bill from Chicago's incident and breaking his leg. We had a very hefty, you know, uh, wedding, you know, expense that we endured. So it was just things that I wasn't really used to. And mm-hmm. at the same time, I had lost one of my biggest clients in, in my career, um, a client that made me six figures on their own. And mm-hmm. so it was like one thing after another timing wise in like a, a seven, eight month span that I just was trying to wrap my head around. Um, and it, it was just a lot to handle. So as, as a man back then, you're talking uh, three years ago, I wasn't <clears throat> at the place I'm at now, which is being able to articulate my feelings, being open and honest, setting my ego to the side and just being vulnerable and transparent. And so what it looked like three years ago was me masking and not being fully mm-hmm. honest with what I had going on, mainly what I was spending. Um, so all this to say, it had built up some resentment. Mm-hmm. And I had been aware of the resentment, um, I want to say last year, I think was the first time we ever even identified it as that word. Mm-hmm. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was last year. I think... I think deep down I knew that it was building up resentment. I um, was, there was a part of me that was in denial about it for a while. And then there was a part of me that was ashamed of mm-hmm. having resentment towards you. Yeah. Um, especially for that, because I felt like, isn't this what a marriage should mm-hmm. be is where like I, I'm supposed to pick up that slack or like, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa, like there might be seasons where I don't have it and you have to pick it up or right. vice versa. Right. Um, but I felt like it was bigger than just you not having it. I yeah. felt like it was, it was, you did have it. You just didn't prioritize what I was prioritizing. Yeah. And I felt like I was getting essentially the short end of the stick. For with sure. It. Yeah. And so I think, like I said, last year was the first time I was aware that there was resentment there. Yeah, I knew some things had changed and you were sensitive about the financial topic and stuff, but I didn't know what the root of it all was. And so lately we've, we've really um, been going through an interesting transition into a new season and um, it's been difficult, like really, really challenging. Mm-hmm. And so come to find out after me... Um, really sitting with a lot of this and, 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 you know, trying to, is, mm-hmm. is basically what I'm trying to say is we had a disconnect moment, a, a pretty heavy disconnect for a while. I would say several weeks. And, you know, there were moments where I, we felt good and there was moments most of the time where we really didn't. We were both busy with all the stuff that we have going on. And it really hurt me. It made me really sad because I missed you. Mm-hmm. And so after making, you know, some attempts and and to try to get us back and to try to open up a dialogue about this and, you know, failure after failure, I ended up writing you a letter Mm -hmm. um, because I I just had to get this out. I had to, I had to get this release, I I guess, a sense of release and just to make you aware because I didn't want to build up any type of resentment or angst or just, you know, uh, uh, I didn't want to be separated more. And and I know myself to know, like I can close up and shut down and, be like, fine, it's me against the world, like childhood JD comes out. And so I'm like, let me just try something I've never really done before. You know, it's, it's a huge risk on my part, you know, really laying out my entire heart on this on this letter. But, you know, I don't know another way right now. I'm kind of out of out of suggestions. So I write the letter. You receive it really well. Um, <laughs> Thinking about the letter, uh, it just gets me so emotional. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but I feel like I like really needed that letter. Yeah. Yeah, it was um it was necessary. Um, you know, and it was it was such a a moment I knew that was either going to really bring us closer together or maybe the start of pulling us apart. Um and I, I think it was a lot of it was predicated on how you received it. You could have either gotten defensive and been in denial or, or angry about it, or you could have received it the way you did, which was with love and compassion and grace and accountability, which was, which was so helpful. Yeah. I think in my heart, I knew what I was feeling and I feel like a lot of your feelings were, um, valid. Yeah. It was just really hard to to I guess read how you felt because obviously like my intention was not to like make you feel like like one of the things he said in the letter was he didn't know oh, I'm getting so emotional I need tissue okay <laughs> sorry guys I'm a hot mess this is very raw for us by the yeah. way yeah we're like um, just in the beginning of it all so bear with us um, one of the things he said in the letter was he didn't know, I can't even say that sentence. He didn't even, he didn't know where he fit in into my life. And, um, I think like in just in that moment alone, I was like, I never want my husband to not know where he fits in because I want him to be by my side. And I knew in my heart. And I don't, obviously I wasn't doing anything intentional. I think everything was very subconscious. And I think a part of why I was creating these bad patterns in our relationship, whether it was just like throwing myself entirely into work to avoid what I was feeling or because I was ashamed of what I was feeling, um, I was subconsciously distancing myself from him. I wasn't including him in things. I was just moving at my own pace in my own rhythm and he felt that and um I think that letter was like the start of like where I just knew I had to I had to be honest with him I had to be honest with myself mm -hmm. yeah and, and just a little bit more context to add to help you guys understand what's going on um the reason why I said I didn't really know where to fit into Shay's life is, is she's really been throwing herself into um, now two careers that she has. And it's taken a lot of time. Um, it's taken a lot of time away from us. And it's, it's really hard to accept because I'm like, I'm so happy for you and for your success. I've, I've been, you know, one of your biggest, if not the biggest cheerleader for you along your journey. And, but selfishly, I'm like, I miss my wife. You know, yeah. I miss I miss what we had, and it's H A D, and not H A V E because it it kind of felt past tense. Like yeah. I, I kept seeing it getting further and further away, and I had a moment where I was like, I don't want to normalize this because this is this is not what either of us signed up for, and it's not what yeah. I, what either of us deserve. And so, 
um, that's just wanted to bring that into uh, the picture here is, is what I was meaning was like Shay was, was like a workaholic mode times 10. And um, I didn't really know how to fit into that. Um, I also said like, I, I kind of feel like I'm in your way of you achieving your career goals, you know? And, and so, yeah, it was, just, it was just hard. And, you know, mind you, I'm also realizing that, you know, the reason why she's going, you know, times 10 with, with the work mode and it's cause we're trying to buy a house. Right. And that's a lot of the stuff for me. It's like modeling is, is amazing. It's great, but it's, there's very little in my control. And that's why I like the podcast stuff and the merch and I'm coming out with a journal and, and there's, there's a lot of stuff happening, moving consultation work. You know, I'm trying to vamp everything up. We are trying to vamp everything up to purchase a home. And in California, these homes are no joke. And so it's, it's just, it's a different financial game right now. And speaking of financial, it's hard for me to wrap my head around all of this because I'm like, damn, I, I'm, I'm maybe a little bit out of my league here. Not to mention I'm re- a recovering financial idiot <laughs> for lack of a better term. And so, you know, the last five or six months, I've really stepped up my game financially and, and, you know, wrote a lot of things, a lot of ships differently with, with how I was moving with money. And, and, uh, I'm happy about that, but I knew, man, if, if I hadn't maybe been holding us back the way I was, maybe she didn't have to work as hard as she is, you know? So I'm just like struggling with this internally and you're struggling with your resentment towards me, towards the financials internally. And we just have these internal wars going on and we're not communicating with each other. You know, I remember one of our marital therapists early on told us one time, you never want to have the problem divide you. You never want to run in opposite ends of the, of the direction uh, away from the problem. You want to run towards the problem together. You want to tackle the problem together. And I think that letter might have been the bridge to tackling that together. Definitely. I feel like before that subconsciously, I was just trying to fill the gap on my own. Like I, I didn't have enough, like I feel like my trust and my patience. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. Had completely exhausted by that point. Yeah. Um, it had been something we were going through since early 2018, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the consistency of the change has barely started, you know? Yeah. So I think like 
although I'm trying to celebrate the win of the cycle, the new cycle that we're in right now and the new wave of growth that you have in regards to your finances, but I still had all this built up that I hadn't released um, mm. and I wasn't being honest with myself or him about. Yeah. So it trickled us into this like vicious cycle and when you allow a problem to divide you in the relationship, you could really get stuck in like that negative dance with one another, that negative rhythm. And I feel like we were in that and it was starting to be the new us and, and our new normal. And I am like so, so grateful (laughs) that he took the initiative to kind of highlight it and address it and write me the letter because I feel like that was really what, pulled me to the outside looking in and as much as I a lot of what I was doing was subconscious like I through that letter I was able to see and because I already you know knew a lot of that in my heart I was just like in denial and very ashamed I couldn't admit it Mm -hmm. so just hearing the words and reading the letter like I when you told me you wrote a letter I was afraid to read it and it probably took me a day to read it and took you two days, two days to read it. And that's how, that's how much I didn't want to face the problem because I think I knew what was going to be in that letter. And I was just like, so afraid to like have to look at it. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you think was going to be in it? Kind of that. But you, you, but honestly, I, I thought it was going to be like the old Justin writing it. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's what I was afraid of. And when I read the letter and it was like this new evolved, like beautiful person writing this letter to me in the best ways, in the best ways for me to receive it. Um, I was able to really process everything he said in the letter and receive it in the best ways. And um and look at myself in the mirror and acknowledge the the truth of the matter mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's right on par with um trying to repair and not repeat you know i remember feeling the feelings that i had which were a lot of them were old me the way i would process things and the way i would take on things personally and as i was writing typing really but as i was <laughs> typing um I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but it was it was very close to an out of body experience that I had. I'm, my fingers are just going and words are just going on to the screen and and I'm not even really consciously doing it, um, which to me translates to it was my heart just pouring out on this yeah. keyboard, um, you know, and I almost couldn't stop. And, and when I finally did, I, I immediately felt this release. I immediately felt this like sense of this is the best possible thing I could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's in my control, the, the number one thing. Um, so you Contr- have control, <laughs> control what's in your control, control on, on your shirt. Mine is you repeat what you don't repair. So you see, this is, this is a lifestyle. This is not just some trend or some hashtag, <laughs> some self-care Sunday bullshit. But, you know, this is real. And I'm, I'm just so it's happy. Saturday. Huh? Is it today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they don't know that. For them, it's Tuesday. But, uh, or maybe whenever you're watching this, but... Um, but I do want to get into the moment that you were able to really accept that it was resentment. And I remember you were getting ready to go in the shower. I was getting dressed to 
to head out. And I just remember vaguely, I mean, maybe you can add more details here, but I remember vaguely before you got in the shower and I was in the bathroom, you just came up to me and hugged me and were crying and you were like, I don't want to resent you. I don't, I don't want to resent my partner. I don't want to resent my husband because I think we finally identified it in therapy. Yeah. Like a light bulb went off and it was like, I don't know who said it, me, you or a therapist. Like, no, it was after we hung up. I was, you know, when you're just kind of listening, I was doing a lot of talking that day and I was listening to myself talk and, and I think at that point we were talking about, you know, our, our work situation and we both work from home and I had talked about, you know, my struggle with, I feel like it's really hard for me to get in a zone because I essentially don't really have an office space. And then I brought up how he does. And I just noticed that I was bringing up certain things that he has and I don't. And like, and then like, you know, it kind of reverts me back into the reason why we don't have a bigger house is because of his finances. But I'm the one, again, getting the short end of the stick of not, of not having my own office space. Meanwhile, you do, you know? So I was hearing myself say those things and like the feelings that were like almost like surfacing inside of me as I was saying those things, I knew it was like almost like a a pin was getting pinned on every aspect of that. And I think I I hung up the call and I think, um, or we hung up with our therapist and I just like sat for a second in those feelings and I just it was after the letter situation. So I just felt, I just felt like the, I don't know, like a light bulb, like a light bulb moment went off. And, and not only did I feel that go off, but I also felt like I had to like tell him. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of like, I, I just felt ashamed. I felt guilty Mm -hmm. to feel resentment towards you. And it was really hard for me to express, but I felt like I needed to make, I needed to make sense of it for you, mm-hmm. especially knowing that what you, what you had been feeling the last few days, because I feel like, like he mentioned, you know, I've been really busy with two different careers and, and as much as I can try to like, say, I blame it on the fact that I'm just busy and I have two full-time jobs. I feel like you are also busy. You also have two podcasts. You model full time. You're work you've been working on merch. Consultations. You golf full time. <laughs> consultations before golf. My my clients. Has, yeah. My clients know. He has his consultation business. <laughs> but I never feel that he doesn't prioritize me because he includes me in everything. And I have a hard time doing that with him. Um, where he, he just more feels isolated, like disconnected when I'm busy. I don't feel as disconnected from him when he was busy, when he has been busy. Um, he's always found ways to include me. So I felt like as much as I wanted to blame it on the fact that I'm just busy, like, I'm sorry, I'm busy, you know? Um, I think it was more to that. And when I identified the resentment part, you know, with resentment, you naturally will distance yourself from the person that you're resenting, um, and there's so many other things that probably come with resentment. And I just felt like so many light bulbs were coming off in that moment, like where it was like, it was a sense of, of relief too, because it was like a weight lifted, like, oh, like I'm, I'm not just busy. I'm avoiding something. Yeah. So 
I came to you, I hugged you and, you know, I was very emotional because it was a very hard thing for me to let alone process, but yeah, accept and admit and admit to you, Mm -hmm. um, and be honest. And I do have to say like coming to somebody with the resentment that you're carrying because of them, not every single person will receive it in, in the way you hope them to. Yeah. And my hope was he was going to receive it in the best ways and offer me the space to to have to validate my feelings, you know, and you did exactly that. Like you gave me that safe space. You lifted even more weight than I could ever imagine by by not just giving me that space, but really extending the validation in it. Yeah. One of the things I remember telling you in that moment of you trying to either get rid of this feeling and or, you know, not fully live in the truth of it. Um, Cause you kept saying, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. And then, and I was like, look, you need to feel this out. Like you have to feel your feeling towards this to the, mm-hmm. to the max. I mean, we're here. That was the space you gave me, but you also said you have rights to feel this way. Yeah. I've, I've done this, that, and the other, and I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. And that was like exactly what I needed that I didn't know I really needed and didn't know that he could even be capable of offering that to me. And, and that it, it almost was an empowering feeling like where I felt immediately I 1000% will be able to get through this because of that yeah. moment. Yeah, I was just thinking right now, I was putting myself back in that moment, and I wonder how many people <clears throat> listening or watching right now can relate to that one specific part, just the ability to validate your feelings and why you could even have the resentment and, and taking accountability and responsibility. How many people can relate to expressing their resentment towards their partner or maybe even holding it in because you know that they wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. You know that they wouldn't come correct. They wouldn't be able to hold a space. And, um, it, it's hard for me because I just feel for those people. You know, I, I can't imagine you feeling worse than you already did based on my ignorance or, stubbornness or ego or selfishness you know so i i don't know it just i felt the need to say that um so i just feel for all those people if if you're in a situation where your partner is not showing up for you and not creating a safe space with what you feel especially if it's they're the ones who caused it oh i feel feel for them yeah i think resentment in general could be a killer to a relationship for sure um especially if you don't have somebody who's obviously through communication and everything like not every single other side of the of the yeah Yeah. is going to receive it in the ways that you want them to to understand where you're coming from validate your feelings and help you through them and you know i i said to you um because i think you had a lot of doubt as to how much damage was already done and how much can i come out of Mm -hmm. the damage you know is it is it too much that is no coming back there's no coming back and you kind of asked me that so had you not been able had you not been the person that showed up in that moment 
where you offered that space and you validated my feelings and you made me feel okay for feeling those feelings, you lifted all that weight off me. If it would have been the opposite, I don't know that we would be able to come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting though, too, is like, I think the, the common saving grace of both of these situations, one, my letter to your resentment feeling and how we showed up for each other on both ends, how you showed up for me when I wrote that letter, how I showed up for you when we finally identified and could admit yeah. and accept the, the resentment. If you received that letter, and again, a defensive, denial, anger mm-hmm. way towards me, I don't know what would have happened because it took every ounce of me to write that letter in, in the most wholeheartedly way possible. And if you would have just crumbled it up and mm-hmm. threw it out the window, it would have been my heart you were throwing out yeah. the window. And I don't know how much I can come back from that. And I'm as you just alluded to, and you know, if I didn't show up for you the way that I did. So um damn, man. Yeah. I'm proud of us, babe. I know. Damn. That's why I say like in our vows, like man. one of in one of the best wedding advices I or marriage advices that I got was Never allow a problem to divide you, come between you, where it's like you guys are, you. it's creating that divide. But instead, allow yourselves to join forces together and face that problem together. And I think like that is what we're doing with the resentment piece. That is yeah. what we did with the financial piece. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of us. I mean, we're, we're still in it, right? We're, yeah. we're still working through it. I think the biggest win to celebrate right now is the fact that we were able to be totally transparent with each other completely honest receive both very well Mm -hmm. and are committed to working together to resolve this Mm -hmm. individually you know we all we have our different responsibilities to take care of but then as a as a collective as a marriage as a partnership we know what we have to do Mm -hmm. and that's why i think it's so important to not only have these types of conversations on camera to hopefully, excuse me, to hopefully help some people out, but also, and this is, this is how transition bring Lauren in here. Um, I think it's also really a beautiful moment for us to acknowledge how amazing our support group is, our our support system, our friend circle, uh, our circle of friends. Um, You know, you expressed to me that you opened up to Lauren about it a little bit and, and then this beautiful conversation happened mm-hmm. and it was like oh babe I just talked to Lauren it was great I'm trying to remember everything she said <laughs> can oh man I wish I could and I was like don't worry let's do an episode and we can bring Lauren on and hopefully um, I can you know piggyback off of what you guys talked about and, and hopefully can help out the audience yeah resentment is one of those things that can creep up on you if you're not yeah. allowing yourself to be honest in the moment with your feelings, with yourself, with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that I would have never thought would have been a problem for me. I would have never, I thought like, you know, day to day, I'm like, Oh, I got it. I'm like handling it. And yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like as, as much as, as you started to cut you off, but as you were, yeah, I was I like mean, as much yeah. space and patience you were starting as, to normalize as I was it. having for him in in all of the, you know, shit, shit <laughs> that we were going through in the financial spectrum. Like, yeah. I mean, even like something is like when we got Chicago, part of my reservation behind getting a dog too soon was I'm like, I know what it's like to have a dog. I know that I know what responsibility comes with that, whether it's like just physical responsibility, financial responsibility and 
you always took the lead and never really listened to like what I felt was right at that time. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just went at your speed at your, at how you wanted it, when you wanted it, why you wanted it, all of that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, you know, fast forward to him getting injured or, you know, all this, like him having doctor's appointments, I felt like I was taking on the majority of the burden of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is exactly why <laughs> I had pushback. Is there some resentment there then with, with that? Maybe. I mean, I think it's collectively like a lot of things. I feel mm-hmm. like even us moving in as quick as we did, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I pushed on that. Like mm-hmm. I pushed against it and you were pushing for it. And, and then here we, I felt like our relationship wasn't ready. There was still so many things that we had to go through together. And I think if we lived together, it was just going to make it times a hundred. And that's exactly what happened. And then it was like, I felt a lot of that, um, emotional distress, Mm -hmm. um, in it, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like there could be resentment from that as well. Um, so it's like these layers and layers that, um, that have just built up and, yeah. and here we are. But, um, yeah. I mean, there's no better time than now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too late. And right. I think that we're, um, and you know, I feel like had we, had I tried to bring this up sooner, maybe you wouldn't have had the tools to be able to offer the space that you did at that time. And maybe we would have had a completely different outcome. So I feel yeah. like in hindsight, it worked out exactly how it was sp- supposed to work out for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, without further ado, <laughs> should we welcome Lauren? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Part one of two episodes. The next week's episode will obviously include Lauren, as I teased it at the very end there. To be completely honest, we actually filmed with Lauren. And while I was editing, I realized that this portion of what you just heard or what you just watched between Shay and I was so good. It was so raw and very heavy. So I just thought, you know what? Let me just let everyone uh, have the rest of the day, have have the rest of your night whenever you're listening to this and just kind of process all that was said and try to dissect it um, and maybe relate to it. Also, the reason why I stopped it right now is because if I were to add Lauren's episode, you guys would be looking at about an hour and 30 minute episode, I think, which I know when you see that at first glance, it's very daunting. And it's like, oh, I'll watch it or listen to it later. And odds are I probably won't. So we're going to keep this week short and sweet. And um, yeah, I also just wanted to say too, just going to ask for the community who's ever listening or watching to just give us some grace, Shay and I, you know, we as we said in the episode, we are very early on with this whole discovering of the resentment. And it's, it's really hard for us. It's heavy for us. And as you can see, and as as you heard, very emotional. So I just ask for some grace and, uh, yeah, just, just that you receive it. Well, um, I know the comments sometimes can be otherwise, (laughs) I'll just say that. And, um, you know, again, I, I just hope for the ones who do receive this well, you can also receive the raw vulnerability and transparency into our marriage. We definitely did not have to come on here in the public eye and let you in on a very personal um, situation that we're going through. But we just thought, you know what, we can't be the only ones. The whole purpose of the show is to help people. And I'm, I'm 
pretty confident this will help at least one couple. So if not more, hopefully. So with that being said, I'm gonna let you guys go. Thank you so much for uh, all your support. I really hope you guys like the merch that you saw. Uh, if you're listening, uh, maybe just hop on YouTube whenever you get a chance. I timestamp uh, when the merch drop, or when the merch uh, is showcasing on the screen. So it's just a quick, easy uh, click on that button. You can it'll take you right to it in the episode. And um, yeah, it's it's coming very soon. I'm I'm just I'm really excited. And uh, as I said in the episode, can't wait for you all to get your own piece. And, and really curious to see which one you choose between the uh, the six different styles six different quotes so uh from now until next week again we'll have lauren on she's going to really help us out and uh unpack some personal things between her and her husband and their marriage and what they went through uh when it comes to resentment and uh, really 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 comes with it with some beautiful solutions and uh some some great tools to uh to apply so again from now until then have a great rest of your week weekend whenever you're listening to this wherever you're listening to it Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the love and the support. And uh, yeah, see you next time.